Dog Safety Podcast with Vance and Bart. Happy New Year. Can you say Happy New Year now? Isn't that the problem with the red Starbucks cups that you can't say Happy New Year anymore? Oh, I didn't know. I don't know this. What's up? Yeah, they're trying to take Jesus out of it or something. No, no, wait. That's Merry Christmas you can't say. You can still say Happy New Year. Okay. Thank God. Thank God (laughs) I can still say Happy New Year. Thank (sighs) God. The one true God, the Judeo-Christian God. (laughs) Jesus is not involved in New Year, and I can still say it. Thank God. Yeah, 2024. Yeah. Hey, you want to know something that pisses off Christians that isn't uh, a leftist bullshit talking point? I'm sure plenty of things. Jesus is mentioned in the Quran a lot. And it's very important in the Quran. That pisses off Christians? Yeah, I think they think that, uh, I think some of them, uh, at least the, uh, okay, not all Christians, definitely not all Christians. I I defend most Christians, but um, the kind that would be, let's say, a neocon (laughs) type Christian. The church I went to as a child. (laughs) The ones who are very pro-Israel right now. Yeah. Yeah, it would piss those guys off. Because the Quran for the uninitiated is the holy book of Islam. Right. And uh, the Torah, (laughs) Jesus isn't in it so much. (laughs) I would argue that they allude to him quite a bit. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. By name, no. Anyway. It's just about when it was written. Just a weird point. I mean, because you would think by what we were taught from, you know, uh, Bush Sr. to now would be like, oh, they just hate us because French fries and Jesus. So, well, I guess I see it. I see it as that's not a like I see that thought being very cohesive because your point is that he's mentioned a lot in there, but he's not mentioned as the son of God. No, he's mentioned as Jesus, the dude. The uh, so so I would think almost like, as, as if I guess in their sense, I don't know the right word, but more like a a prophet, I guess, or a a saint, sort mm. of a very important person in the message. Well, to all you indie bands out there without a name i'm going to give you a six week head start to start saint jesus and then i'm starting it (laughs) it's just gonna he's just gonna play uh music and then read passages out of the quran (laughs) that's the band what kind of music would saint jesus play uh i'm thinking scream core Contemporary? No. Old school? 
Yes. Because Jesus is old? He died at like, what, 27? Kind of like uh, Kirk Cobain? 33. Oh. Close. Man. That would have been really cool. <laughs> it was like uh, the dude from the, the Doors, right? Jim uh, Morrison. Jim Morrison. Janice Joplin. Janice Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, and Kurt Cobain, and Jesus. <laughs> and, oh, uh, 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 the guy who played the Joker. Um, fuck. Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger, yeah. 27 also. That would have been so cool if it was Jesus. Damn. Oh, well. If I could only make up facts like the U.S. government does. You know, kind of like Y2K. Am I about to hear a conspiracy theory where you don't think that Y2K happened? We went straight from 99 to 2001. Is that what you You are about to hear my theory on what happened with Y2K. So... While I do think maybe there was a slight hiccup in some programming, what I think Y2K was is, you know, at that time, though, the internet was new and it was the wild, wild west. And it was the first time that people were able to put out their ideas that weren't allowed to be heard before. And the mainstream media was able to keep on hush for the longest and now all of a sudden you were having anarchist websites anarchist cookbook all these great and wonderful websites and ideas that were being able to and dumb ideas that were being able to share and and be talked about and the the world was realizing that people were different than what the news said they were and that scared the powers that be as if it as it does now it does today and i think that y2k was something they could jump on to scare the public into going along with maybe regulating the internet and there was a lot of push to regulate the internet during that time and a lot of push to regulate other aspects of american culture at that time whether it be militias or whatnot. And get more deeply embedded in those businesses. because Correct. And they did so. They, they, they were successful in a lot of ways. Right. The I will skewer the actual name of the act, but something along the lines of the Y2K Readiness Act, whatever, uh, whatever it was during Clinton's time. Billions of dollars into private companies. And what does that do? That buys private companies. <laughs> well, I'll I'll say I'll, I'll say there were there were a, a couple of different acts. Some that were the 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 earlier ones were about getting deeply embedded into those businesses with the promise of limiting their liability. Right. The idea is mm-hmm. we're going to get embedded with your business, and you're going to share all this information with the government. In exchange, we will make sure that anything that comes from this Y2K bug, you won't be liable for. Very similar to what we saw with the vaccines, right? This idea that we're going to make sure that this is, you know, overseen by our folks and then you, your liability will be limited in future. Right. We promise we'll make the kids take it. Therefore, you will not be liable. 
and then later, I think um, a bit later, I think 99 something, there were a couple of other things passed. I think one was even called just like the Y2K Act. Again, yeah, there, were, to, there oh, were actually well, billions, billions of dollars dumped into tech companies to to so-called, you know, alleviate this problem. Well, that's the and first that part, only right? makes the company want to make the problem seem bigger than it really is because they want more of this money. Well, that that's where part two comes in with sort of how the acts then become very adversarial against the consumer is again, that step one is here's an exchange of information of money, whatever it is with this promise of limited liability. They have to deliver on that limited liability somehow. And they did that through a handful of pieces of legislation as well, where they basically outlined what would qualify as a Y2K event and to what degree you could claim harm from that. And it basically limited essentially any consumer's ability to be made whole from any of the harm that came from Y2K. Now, now, as a technologist, which you may be, which I claim to be, Mm -hmm. I will say that it's important to enrich the the data that you're sharing here in that at least I presume you're not saying there was no meaningful problem with Y2K because before the government even got involved. Right. We, there we was a meaningful problem with meaningful Y2K. Problem. I think it was a private problem that could have been solved privately and would have been solved privately. But I think it was latched onto by the government to create a panic and get their claws into the the tech industry because it was kind of the wild wild west before that and what they needed to do was get their money it wasn't necessarily go in and grab a hold of them and tell them, no you can't do anything no that's not how the government does it they start to like like states <laughs> you know they they're like oh well, we'll give you federal aid for this federal aid for that and then they get them addicted to the federal aid, which is really easy to do when you're the federal government, considering it's not your money. It's money you just stole from everybody else. So it's what they do. And that this is a way to subsidize some of the, the impact of, of fighting this problem. And then the problem, because they were getting money for the problem and, they were being rewarded on how how bad the problem was. The companies that were getting the aid were were incentivized to make it seem like the problem was way bigger than it was. Sure, it's it's uh it's PPP loans. It's it's the same. Thing. We see it play out all the time. I think the uh, reason I think the reason I wanted to make that distinction is because so often these things get either passed off as a denial mm. when they aren't that or right. worse yet there are people real or planted that will 
talk about denial. People who deny that COVID exists. People deny that Y2K bug existed. Like things that people who lived through them can... People people deny uh, lizard people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> deny that the earth is flat. It's crazy what people would deny. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm just messing. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, but but that's the that's the thing I, I like to make sure that we clarify because the simpler solution is the more likely one. Right. It's not a huge trumped up conspiracy of things that don't exist. It's just never let a tragedy right. go to waste. True. Look, we're not crazy. We do not believe that dinosaurs ever exist. We are grounded in our beliefs. And if they did, dinosaurs they totally coexisted <laughs> with people within like, the limited window of 6,000 like, years that the Earth has been around. Correct. <laughs> the CIA will, if I don't believe in the CIA, our, right? You're right. Well, it's not right. Anything, anything that holds any credibility and then put in these crazy things and make it seem fake, like what we just did. Like Pizzagate. Pizzagate, all it was was the realization of the Jeffrey Epstein Island, really, and the conspiracy to funnel important people to the island and whatever. But there was a lot of false things thrown in there, the pizza plate, whatever, that were there to throw it off. And were definitely, in my opinion, planted by CIA, FBI, whoever, uh, the, uh, the, the, the Israeli special, whatever, intelligence people. It could also just be bad intel. Right. Huh? Yeah, sure. Like you sure. could be getting information about whatever pizza place and you're like, this is all happening in the basement of this pizza place. But in fact, it's the basement of some other building. Yeah, it's the building next and then, to the pizza place. And then, you tie, like pizza, and then you tie your whole argument to that and they go, oh, well, the building doesn't even have a basement. So your whole argument is out the window. It's like, well, okay. There's way too much here. <laughs> like maybe I had the wrong place. Yeah. And it, it, it literally that's admittedly that's a that's a whole other podcast, but I do find it fascinating that people will talk about how Pizzagate is a conspiracy theory. Even is though a, like it was so outland- proven. Yeah. Well not not just that, just to say that it's like an outlandish conspiracy theory, but these are the same people. Right. Who, who talk about who who will use the phrase Jeffrey Epstein who who will talk about Jeffrey Epstein and talk about the flight logs and all these other things knowing the pizza gate was what did it yeah was right, what that, brought that, it out yeah it's like you it's just say pizza gate the name pizza gate and it sounds crazy right the name pizza gate sounds stupid right and that's what they that, count on is you do not know what Pizzagate really was. Well, it's it's believing in the New Testament, but believing that the Old Testament is a conspiracy theory. Right. When one is the foundation for the other. Right. 
there's we would not be talking about Jeffrey Epstein if it weren't for quote unquote Pizzagate. Right. True. As evidenced by the fact that <laughs> he was picked up, arrested, put through media had plenty of a chance to cover him in the times that he was arrested before and we weren't talking about him. Right. The fact that he was a teacher. <laughs> the fact that he never made money. <laughs> Yet he was a billionaire. <laughs> he had companies that never did anything. But those aren't those aren't cover companies. Still today we're not saying like, oh, he had a bunch of you know, cover company. Like we're not even talking about that. We, I want to see the the black book. Don't get me wrong of all the, the clients, but like, there's a well, lot a more lot of- to it. He had a company that never made any fucking money, but yet people were giving him islands who were supposed company uh, customers of his. Like that island was given to him for like ten bucks, I think it was, so it was like on the contract or whatever. Yeah, and they've they've tried to pawn it off on a handful of folks that they want to be scapegoats, less yeah. from Victoria's Secret, that whole thing. Right. But but to your point, the black book, the flight logs, the majority of that has been leaked, released, whatever. It's right. out there. Right. It's out there. And I know it's out there, just people don't believe it. Yeah. Right. Or yeah. they can interpret it how they want and and i'll be honest i i am a bit skeptical of saying oh these hundreds of people are all implicated because guilty by association is tough especially that's when true. you're you know hollywood because that's, that's I, absolutely I, true because you could you could definitely be on his plane because everybody else goes and then be like oh dude i'm not doing that but it's it's I also mean, it's also possible that you go up into a threshold, right? If, if, if this is because most people aren't used to the way that Hollywood parties are and how siloed and compartmentalized these things are, you could be going to this Island and in one of the villas while some pretty gnarly stuff is happening in a villa, two doors down. Right. That's like me trying to implicate you for something that happened at your neighbor's house. That that very well could be the case. Uh, but there was tons of videos taken from that island, and none of those have been released. I mean, they may be way too dirty, but I'm guessing like the video footage from that has been burned or erased because... It was government property to begin with. Because everything I've seen and everything that I believe to be true leads to it being a honeypot to control government officials in foreign countries by having them sleep with underage children and videotaping it and using it as blackmail. So that's what I believe to be true. That's what makes sense. You look at his whole life story, it seems to be what he was bred and born to do. But you're right in that there's this whole other piece that 
no one talks about, which is not the black book and flight logs and things that are out there and you can kind of comb through and you can do whatever you want. There's the whole piece of how did this guy get right? <laughs> the person who is in charge of investigating him, father put him in his first job as a professor in a college. So like, and we were, all the Republicans were like, Oh, he's going to investigate him. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like, no, that's the son of the guy who put him in his first job where he got accused of molesting the children or the, the young ladies at the college. And then they just moved him. Nobody did anything to him. Probably that's where they went. Oh, you like to molest young. I got a job for you. This is probably when he got his job for the government is when he, they caught him molesting younger ladies. And they were like, I know what you'd be good at. And when I say that we don't have answers for that, I'm not saying that people haven't posited things by way of various different documentaries that have come out and have tried to make other people the scapegoat. But all of those are wild speculation Mm -hmm. and most don't add up either. So this is unfortunately a set of answers that we will not get. No, but I've made up my mind. So, I mean, you can come to me with more information and I will, I'm definitely an open-minded person, but I've made up my mind. I know it was government contracts and government that was keeping this going. And you're not going to convince me otherwise, unless you, you really have something because all my, everything says it was because he got caught and then he wasn't prosecuted. Everything was hidden and he only became more powerful. The more he got caught. By the right people. So. Well, and going back to your Y2K piece, uh-huh. this level of involvement just means that those companies are then protected in the same way that Epstein was protected. Correct. If we let the market sort this out, let's say people start having their rumblings in the early 90s. Arr, and come and well, windows bar bar with your two number and uh, and companies do yeah. what they basically were doing in the early nineties you know right at ninety even as far as ninety five six seven I know people who were working on y two k stuff that early because the market already demanded it see Spanish for yes these engineers were well aware that there were old systems that were about to hit a brick wall. And so a big point to my, call me a layman. All right. But I look at a situation and I say, the American government spent billions and billions of dollars in the nineties, billions in the nineties, a billion dollars meant something back then. And I want you to think about that. Like <laughs> it was serious shit. Okay, there was a lot of countries that didn't spend shit, nothing. Their companies still 
worked it out. Okay? <laughs> All these companies around the world didn't have an issue. And ours didn't either. And then we celebrated ours. Thank God we spent these billions of dollars. But other countries didn't do that. We weren't the only company with any tech or a country with tech. Well, this is where I think a lot of cognitive dissonance is going to come in with anyone who is very much bought into that propaganda, but also don't fancy themselves all that nationalistic because their tinge will be, oh, well, all of the tech was in the U.S. at that point. That's not true. <laughs> it, it's just not. <laughs> I will say that virtually all of the modern social media tech is at least managed in the U.S., it obviously has controlling interests elsewhere in the globe, as we've seen with TikTok, blah, 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 blah. But yes, Silicon Valley did get a bit of a monopoly on that in the last little bit. But we're talking about Y2K when the U.S. was certainly the leader in that space, mm -hmm. but far But according to from the Y2K the only place, propaganda, the less technologically advanced nations should have been affected more because they wouldn't have been able to rewrite their programming to include the other two numbers and whatnot. Well, that, that, there's an easy talking point there, though. The, the way to handle that objection is those countries or municipalities, whatever they are, they didn't have that technologically advanced systems to where it would even matter because You're talking about nuclear, but they were saying that a nuclear, back then they were saying like a watch down to the nuclear components. And even they, they showed examples. They said, oh, Russia tested their nuclear and they, they tried to go over 2000 and, and, it, and it failed and we barely escaped a nuclear disaster by, you know. Well, sure, back but or whatever. You're, you're talking about so. two different categories of nations, right? Because if, yeah. if, a, if a nation is so destitute that they need help at this scale, they're not a nation that has nukes. Russia had nukes. Japan had nuclear power plants. But those None are them, technologically advanced nations. They all faked like they had problems, and then they didn't have any problems. They faked it ahead of time. They were like, oh, we ran a test and it didn't work. Yeah, well, what I'm saying is those aren't developing nations. I'm, I'm sorry, but like you don't run a test and it doesn't work and then you announce it unless you have a reason to. Because you could easily, you know, change whatever and then run another test and get it to work, right? You don't just go, oh, it didn't work. This may be a disease, you know what I mean? There's a reason why that was reported. And maybe it's not necessarily that it happened as much as it that it was reported before. But this goes back to the whole not denying it being a problem, right? Like, let, continuing to use Russia as your example. 
They were not yeah, a Russia developing didn't report nation. Jack shit that was bad for Russia. So they there was a reason why they reported this. That's what I'm saying. Like they don't they don't just do it. They don't report bad news unless there's a reason in Russia. But connect the dots for me here. What what is the reason to report for them? For the bad news to, to create the mass hysteria to to because the internet's new. It's it's the wild wild west in, in all countries. They haven't figured out how to regulate it. So all dictators, power hungry motherfuckers, want a reason to regulate the internet and these companies. And this is it. This is a huge in for their their power hungry hands. So then why does Russia not spend billions of dollars on these initiatives? They didn't have it. They were piggybacking off the US. I don't think Russia had a problem with their nuclear sites. I think they did they did that as a piggyback off the US so they could capitalize on this problem. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's it's we we start tiptoeing into this denialism where there were very real and legitimate problems in I don't I don't doubt there was problems. I'm just saying they they solved them. But yet sure. They made a issue out of it to grab power. Right. right. These are problems that could have been solved easily. I mean, the, Maybe There's even. problems in every... I have a problem every day in my crane. Every single day, something. Something has to be problem solved. Whether it's weight, whether it's like, well, let's move it over here so I can pick it at this point. What it, like, we always have problems in everyday jobs. And I could make it a issue or I could solve the problem. These people are making it an issue for a reason. That's my point. That's my point. I'm not saying that tech in industries didn't have a problem. I'm saying like it didn't need to be my problem. It wasn't my problem. I didn't allow it to be my problem. And the people who did, I don't blame them. I don't blame them because I don't trust the government either. Those motherfuckers are evil. It's just that they wanted you to be scared, and you were. It's a trap, and there's no 